This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 330 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right, folks. Well, this is something that we've been waiting for for a very, very long time, and we'll let you know why in a second. But this is uh, Chew on This can, Can't Find Tashi Station. <laughs> All right. So, so we're not picking up power converters today. No. But this is we just our, came up with that name like we, thirty well, you, wait thirty seconds did. ago. You did literally thirty. And seconds And here's ago, my and reasoning like, for it. It's basically a spoiler throughout my entire review. Oh, this okay? is a spoiler of Galaxy's Edge. By the way, we right. finally got to go. But the title of the show gives my opinion of of Galaxy's Edge right there in the title, which we've never done before because. It just like it encompasses like exactly how I feel about Galaxy's Edge in a nutshell. I guess I'm going first. Okay, go go ahead, <laughs> uh, go ahead. And initial, initial is, reaction for Galaxy's Edge. It is what I feared before going, which was why didn't you just use the original trilogy first? Mm. Like why didn't you do that? Like yeah, I know you wanted to get the new fans in, and you could have a section for the the Force Awakens and stuff, but there is an entire world out there that have been built through movies. Oh, books, you mean like like 40 books. like like 40 uh 44 years of it? Yeah, yeah. And there's so many things you could have done uh for Star Wars land. Um because this that's that's why I chose that title. That's why I was like let's do that. You have to use this title. Because I couldn't find Tashi Station knowing full well that there's no Tashi Station there. So that's my, my big fuck you review title. So that's my initial reaction. So you just went, and I just went, but I've been there, I went there two years ago. Like three weeks after they opened, I went there. And, uh. Oh, and we were both, you were in Disneyland and I was in Disney World. Yes. Oh yeah. So when we talk about it, we can talk about if there's any kind of differences, but, um, I went there, uh, and when I walked through the, we walked through the middle part. So when we popped out, I was able to see the Millennium Falcon and I, I, I really didn't get teary eyed. I kind of got a little choked up. I was like, Oh my God, that's the Millennium Falcon. And then it quickly, quickly kind of went away and I looked around and I'm like, I don't fucking recognize any of this. Like, I don't, I don't understand why did they do this? Why didn't they make Tatooine or why didn't they make, Coruscant or why didn't they make Naboo or why didn't they make why didn't they make just a Star Wars land with all those lands in it like Epcot like yeah why didn't they do 
a hundred different other things than what they did. And the yeah. argument, the argument is always, well, we want to create new fans. And I'm right. like, but you're alienating 44 years or when it came out, let's see, 42 years of fandom. You're eliminating, just like you treated everybody when you did the Force Awakens and you didn't put any of the original trilogy people together on right. screen. It's like, it, it doesn't make sense and it continues not to make sense. Well, don't get me wrong. Like Doug, Doug Chang, who I think was the lead. A designer for this um director for galaxy's edge it looks amazing like it oh. looks like you're in a star wars world it it looks incredible but the argument is i think the argument that we're trying to make is that it, if you would have shown us batu in a movie or or something like well before and then we went there it would have been something else so it would have been a completely different experience because i'd be like oh shit there's that's where Han was or, oh shit, that's where, you know, Luke went over there and, you know, drank some blue milk or whatever. Uh, but you don't get any of, you don't get any kind of attachment or any kind of like emotion attached to this place. It's right. just a place like anywhere else in Disneyland. It's just happens to be Star Wars. Cause like, cause like if you were completely oblivious of Star Wars and you walked in Galaxy's Edge, you would have looked at the bazaar cause like they basically built a bazaar which means like a bunch of shops with like yeah. little like uh I don't know mm -hmm. covers and stuff like that and people with little booths and all that. And also by the way at this point <clears throat> no one gives no one gives a fuck if they're out of character anymore. You know, I think when they first opened up they were a little bit in character, now they're just like what do you want? Like oh this R2 <laughs> thing, here you go. Shut up. Um so it's just all shops. So there isn't, you know, no no free giveaway things, nothing's for free. Uh, nobody's in character. Um, there's nobody walking around, no aliens walking around, no stormtroopers walking around. Um, what else? There's just a bunch of shit like that. Um, so the place itself to me wasn't all that impressive as far as like a, a huge Star Wars fan. I just saw rocks and, you know, I saw the Millennium Falcon, which I was like, that's awesome. However, again, another missed opportunity. Why not build an actual replica of the Falcon and open the fucking thing up to let people walk around in it? How hard is that? How hard would that be to do that? Right. Um, I mean, I could go on and on and on. Um, what, what did you think? Okay. So like when you walked around, you didn't have any kind of emotional attachment, right? So, uh, I tried what did you to. Think, when you saw to. the, when you saw the Falcon at least, what, what did you think when you saw the Falcon? I was like, oh my God, that's the Millennium Falcon. Like the size and scale of it, you finally get to see, you know, how small you are, or how big you are compared to the Falcon. You know, like you remember Chewbacca having to like duck way down where the, where, you know, the cargo area would have been. And stuff like that, and, and the cockpit was like, wow, that's not really a big cockpit. So I think it wasn't fully to scale. So I, don't I don't think, think Chewbacca is. could could have fit in there. But so I, I kind of had the same feeling as you, where I thought, oh my god, that's the Millennium Falcon, and I was like, oh my god, that's the Force Awakens Falcon because it has a rectangle satellite. Yeah, dish. it's like it's like it's um it's Toy Story four all over again or Finding Dory. It's like you want to cry. <laughs> You want to cry but, yeah. and get all emotional and shit, right? Um, right. And it, it's it it didn't happen because like here's me. what I was thinking as you were talking about your uh you know description of the bazaar because we we had the same thing, but as I as you were talking about that I thought about 
how cool would it have been if you built Tatooine and you built one of the hangars from Tatooine around the Falcon, like a life-size Falcon, and that's the ride as you walk through the Falcon and around the entire hangar, now you can have shops in there too. Shit that you could buy from Tatooine. That, that's, that's, that's too stupid. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that makes too uh, much sense. Let's build this completely different world and try to get you emotionally attached to it. It, it, the, it didn't work. The only times that I really got attached to it was seeing the chess board on the Falcon when you're walking through. Like that kind of blew me away because none of that really changed. You know, the interior of the Falcon really didn't change. It's almost identical. Yeah. Um, so that was a little nostalgic. Um, so you can see where I'm going with this because yeah. let's talk about one of the, one of only two rides in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Smuggler's and the, Run. Smuggler's Run is with the Millennium Falcon. Um, and it's Hondo, which that is like my favorite part of the whole thing was Hondo being there. Oh, he looks so real. It was yeah. ridiculous. And the voice, he obviously got the same voice actor. So it yeah. sounds yeah. amazing. It sounds amazing and it looks so cool. Um, but the ride itself, I really didn't like it at all. Uh, did you, did you, uh, okay. So, uh, just for the folks out there that have never ridden it or maybe you've ridden it, um, there are six stations. So if you do a single rider, you're going to get engineer every single time. And all engineer is, it's like playing Simon Says. When the thing lights up, you hit the button. Now, if you're the engineer, you're in the back two seats. And also, if you're the engineer, you're rarely actually able to pay attention to what's happening on screen because you're dealing with the shields. You're trying to keep the Falcon, you know, not from blowing up, getting shot and or hitting, or if the guy's flying into the wall or whatever. And then the middle two stations are gunners. So you're just sitting there. All you're doing is tapping the button like this. That's all you're doing. And it, and the guns shoot, you know, bad guys or whatever. The front two people are the pilots. One, the Han Solo pilot, you're going to be left and right, and Chewbacca's up and down. But Chewbacca's side also gets to, to go light speed. So when I first went to Galaxy's Edge two years ago, the line was so long that my son and I went in the single rider line and we only had to wait like five, ten minutes, but we got engineer every single time, which I was like, whatever, that's fine. And every time we went in there, there was somebody like who didn't speak English or which is not a big deal, but somebody that couldn't like understand like what was happening, yeah, like how, how us. to, how to fly. So we yeah. were constantly just crashing like fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, you, you told this on, I forget where you told this. Uh, probably I know it was on a casserole. Uh, yeah, it could have yeah. been a casserole. But I talked to you about it offline too. And so, but this time around, we actually, because we got to the park so early, we walked right on the fucking Falcon within five minutes. And and we chose, I'm like, I want to fly this damn thing. So I got in the Chewbacca side and my son got in the Han Solo side. And then my other two kids sat behind me as gunners. Um. And at one point, I think we went back again, and my wife was uh, is, was an was a gunner too, and I was like an engineer. I don't know. Anyway, so this time I actually flew it. Now it was kind of fun flying it. I, I have to admit, I had a little bit of fun flying it because we had to work together. I'm like, you need to go left, right there, right. Okay, I got I got the up and down. You know, we had to fly behind the train to steal the coaxial and all that stuff. So that was kind of fun. The second time we went. I was a gunner and I was just like, just sitting here tapping the button and I'm like, this is dumb. I, I hate this. This is stupid. <laughs> this is really stupid. 
Yeah. Uh, b- because honestly, if you don't do anything, it, the video is going to eventually do it for you. That's the thing. It's right. like, you're not going to get destroyed. You just get low scores or you get some sort of like. Well, you get different animation. You get different special effects if you actually knock the right. second tanker down. And if you really <laughs> fuck the Falcon up, when you go back outside the cockpit, like it's all, uh, like it's all electrical. It's all zapping and, zzz, you know, and, and, right. and things are flashing. Like you really fuck the Falcon up. So I, I thought that was kind of funny. But again, you're, it's no special attachment to this thing. You get to go right. to one corner with the, with the, um, uh, with the chessboard, which is super cool. But, they're so fast to like, okay, you need to get in the ride. You're like, well, wait, I want to go take pictures here. So mm-hmm. I like, I made them stop. I'm like, no, we might not get to go on this again. I'm taking my family over to get pictures. So they were all annoyed with me. So we took like a bunch of pictures and then we finally went on. But yeah, I just, I was like, you know, just, it wasn't the experience that, that, you know, I was kind of hoping for, I guess. Um, I didn't like the ride. I mean, the first time around, you're like, okay, this is kind of interesting. I was a pilot. I was a pilot twice and a gunner once. I went on it like three times. Okay. And I just, I think, no, this was, this was the second time around. I remember because we went to Galaxy's Edge twice. First time around, I was like, oh, that was pretty interesting how, how you do, you know, you, take turns and stuff but i was a little annoyed by it because like i was with my kids and one of them can't fly (laughs) i mean they have a hard enough time with like left and right you know what i mean like i'm I'm saying like six-year-old to the left but she freaks out and turns right you know and i'm like okay this is this is problematic because i want to i want to be like immersed in a ride and not have to work (laughs) it was like a it was like the we of rides for me like, I don't yeah. want to fucking do this. You know what's more fun than this ride is the battle pod. That's, like, way more fun than this, Um, which we got to play in Anaheim and also in, in um, what do you call Dave it? Dave and Buster's. Uh, yeah, Dave and Buster's. I, I love that game. I'm just like, I could do that all day. But this thing, I was like, I don't, like, unless, I, I want to be able to control everything. I want to be able to just fly it. Or get rid of that and put an animatronic of Han Solo and Chewie up front and let them fucking fly the thing. Yeah. I, you know, where you could just sit back and, and enjoy like this really cool ride. Right. Um, so yeah, again, they, they kind of missed the ball there. Um, I think I tried to do too much, like try to do it too immersive, like way too, like, yeah, you get the pilot, the Falcon, but you really don't, you know, right. like, Right. It's um, just a video game. It's not doesn't really look even yeah, all that real either. I mean, exactly. Like a video game I would rather if you can make the battle pod like motion censored too, then I'd be like, that's a way better ride. Right. Um, right. even though like, yeah, they, they don't have like realistic graphics like, you know, they're not they it was an ILM who did the battle pod. So but it's still really cool. Yeah. Like they thought of everything with the controls and everything, but that's a single person. You know, and right. so anyway, so the first time I went and then I ended up going to Animal Kingdom again, I was in Florida and they had the Avatar right there. I rode that thing and that is by far the best virtual reality ride I've ever ridden ever, nice. ever. Nice. It is un 
unbelievable to the point. So this isn't spoil anything because you can just read the summary of it. But remember right. those flying birds in Avatar? Yeah. So the ride is you get to be in an Avatar, right? You have glasses or whatever. You get to be in an Avatar and you you have to do that trial and ride that like dragon flying thing, right? <laughs> nice. They are so immersive where you can feel the animal breathing in certain Holy parts. Shit. Like when it's distressed, it breathes harder. When it's, when it's catching its breath, it breathes faster. Well, like, yeah. If you were, if you were riding that fucking thing, it was sweating. <laughs> right. And I'm telling you right now, they tried to be immersive in the Avatar ride and it was unbelievable. They even had smells in the ride. But here's, dude, here's the difference though. Here's the, and, and I've really thought about this, okay? And this is why Lucas, Disney, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. You talk Avatar, right? <clears throat> You're on Pandora, right? You're not on some other goddamn planet. You're not in some other place that you're not familiar with. Right. Harry Potter land. You're not going to some other wizardry school somewhere. Yeah. You're going to the place that you saw the movies in, that Harry Potter went in, the fucking hat, and all that shit. And then they chose for Star Wars, let's just create a completely different land. (laughs) Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And only put two rides in it. Yeah, you know, and we'll talk about the second ride later. I want to get into some of the other things uh, in Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Um, okay, now, what else did you get to do at Galaxy's Edge? You got to build the lightsaber ride, which we did that yeah. as well. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So that's like a 20-minute experience that now costs $219. It was $200 when it opened up like two years ago. Now it's 220 bucks plus tax or whatever. And that thing is like, you know, you show up in there and they have, they put 14 people around this table and then the person comes out and tells you, like in a Jedi robe, starts telling you some shit. And then you hear Yoda talk to you and like, it's a whole experience of like the Jedi, like what it's like to be a Jedi. And like, you get to pick out your crystal, you get to pick out your hilt, you get to build the hilt. Like that shit. I really, really dug. Like, that was my highlight of Galaxy's Edge the first time I went, before yeah. Rise of the Resistance even existed. Um, Now, and then this second time around, my kids wanted to build a lightsaber. I couldn't go in because they were only allowing one person per builder, and I wanted my wife really to experience it because I already got to do it. So right, right. I let her go in and take <clears throat> all the pictures. Um, And she said it was like, for her, is not a Star Wars fan at all. She was like, that was really cool because... The kids really felt like they were part of something and all that. So, right. how did you feel? Like you built your own lightsaber. Mm-hmm. What What was that like? Like, did you? Was that it was. Cool? It was like something like that, right? Because you have Yoda there, and you're doing lightsabers, right? Like you understand those two concepts. You know, you understand the Force. So, in that sense, that immersive experience was really cool. Like when the when the lights would change when he was explaining the different crystals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that guy never broke character, which was really cool, no matter yeah. what. Um, 
He says, he says Infinity Stones on accident. <laughs> right. You're like, Rock, Rock, you're not in Marvel Land, dude. He's like, oh, shit, I forgot oh, my, fuck. my he addition goes, was. He goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> he loses his British accent. Did yours have a British accent? Mine did. No, but some my... guy comes in and like, you're fired, get out of here. Like, just <laughs> yeah. whisks him away. It's <laughs> like, oh, that was a, here. that was a dirty Sith. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that was a shit. drunken Sith. Shit, fuck. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Um No, it was it was cool watching my kid build his a couple years ago. That was that was a, a pretty big highlight of that whole thing. But if if that lightsaber build, like let's say you build this awesome lightsaber, but you don't get to keep it. You get to keep like this plastic one. That would be on par with fucking Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> like that would be like you build this like two hundred thirty dollar beautiful lightsaber, and then they just take it away from you and hand you this plastic one. When they had to flip <laughs> out, like, yeah, you that you flip gotta, it out. That you got to flip Whip out. It out, yeah. And you're like, what is this? And they're like, well, that's that's what we give you. <laughs> you know? I would be like, what the hell? But- before you, before you leave, they take the batteries out. <laughs> that's how cheap they are. <laughs> or they take the crystal and the, and the fucking blade. They're like, you got to go buy that. You're like, what? <laughs> they take the crystal out and put in like colored tin foil, <laughs> crumpled up tin foil. <laughs> And it's not even, it's not even like colored with like permanent markers covered. <laughs> it's colored with like, like magic eraser board. <laughs> so like when you touch it, like just the pink gets all over your fingers. <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, everything is such, I'm just, I'm sad to say, but it's such a cash grab. Everything's oh, a is. cash grab there. It is. To such a certain extent. Now you didn't get to go or you didn't want to go to the cantina. Right. No, so, I did not want to go to the cantina. We couldn't get in this time. It booked up really fast. So, but I could tell you that I went to it two years ago when they first opened up. And the first thing I noticed was that it's super loud in there. And the second thing is it's, it's small. The third thing I noticed was why the fuck again, why didn't they make this into most likely cantina? Why didn't they do that? Put the band up there, put some aliens, animatronics around. None of that. Right. Or build um, like six of those bars. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it's this little, little tiny bar. Um, very little seating. You can only sit in there for like a half hour, then they kick you out. Um, you can order blue milk in there. It's actually more expensive in there. And you can also al- uh, buy alcoholic beverages, which I did at that time. And it was very little alcohol in it, but it was like $17 for the stupid thing. You poured, so, you paid $16 of sugar. Yeah, basically. So it was like kind of an experience. We sat in there and we talked to people or whatever. And I actually, um, I stole a menu. <laughs> I took the menu and I, and I took and the coasters they actually give to you for free, but at the time they didn't. And so like I took a bunch of coasters. I could have gotten in a lot of trouble, but I was like, eh, I don't care. I was just <laughs> mad. I was mad. I'm like, what the hell is this? That so, sounds like what I do when I go to a restaurant and, uh, they make, I like, can I, can you wrap, I specifically say, can you wrap this up for me? And they're like, sure, no problem. And they come back and give me a box for me to do it. I'm like, okay, you purposely did this, right? So what I'll do when that happens, I'll actually take the, uh, like the salsa bowl and I'll just put yeah. it into the styrofoam. I'm like, so like, if you come to my house, you'll see like all these like odd, small, different colored bowls. Nice. And, and they're all from like salsa or like I, or like cocktail sauce or some right. shit. Right, I'll do. Like, I do this. I do that too. I justify I just it, it as 
I justify it as, okay, if I'm going to do your job, this is my payment. Yeah. <laughs> is this small bowl. And I've used that salsa bowl all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got a few of those too. <laughs> So or like the red, ro- me- the red robin seasoning. I'm like, this is mine now. <laughs> yeah, every time like I go to checkout at like Walmart, I'm like, okay, I got to do self checkout. Well, I'm going to hit no on the bag, but I'm still going to take one. That's my but payment for gonna- doing your j your job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> police are going to show up at your door. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to. Where's cut our this- fifty cents, you <laughs> son of a bitch? I'm going to have to cut this out of the podcast. So I don't get arrested for bags. <laughs> they keep a tally. They're like, once you hit $500 in bags, we're coming after you. It's a misdemeanor. Yeah. We got um, you on camera doing it all the time. <laughs> we were just waiting. I like, uh, go- I like going to this one store, uh, Winco, and um, they they make you do your own bags there, but they also charge you for bags too, obviously. So like I always try to find the one where it's about the end of her shift and I go there and I tell her no bags. She walks away because she's clocked out for a break and I just take as many bags as I need. <laughs> right. You're like, I already paid for these. <laughs> like somebody's going like, to check the receipt why are you for bags. Taking, you've got like 10 of them like with nothing in there. <laughs> the guy with the highlighter at the door is going to check to see like if I paid for bags. Yeah, what is that whole highlight thing like? Let me check. They don't check that. How do they check that? At least at Costco, they pretend to to look right. Like they, it's like when they 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 just look at the items. They they look at the items number, the total, and then they try to guesstimate really quickly how many you have. At least they try to look right. Yeah. At Walmart, I I pay attention to every single one of those highlighter people at the end, and. There's one guy at my local Walmart that's like faster than anybody when he just, he just hands it to me. I just like, I, he doesn't even <laughs> He's like, faster. he doesn't even like take it from me. He makes me hold it while he puts a highlighter mark on it. Like he doesn't I, even look. The last few times, no one's even looked. They just, they just nod as I walk by and I'm, I had the receipt in my hand and they didn't even look at it. They're just like, yeah. bye. I'm like, <clears> okay. I just stole like three hundred dollars of the shit. <laughs> your job, your job is literally completely useless. You could just, yeah. you could just tape, like with like electric tape, like a giant marker to a, to like a stool, and just swipe your receipt on the way out, and it would just be as useful as that person <laughs> sitting there. Just wipe your ass with it. <laughs> yeah. That's, or yeah, they, I, or they pre put the marker on, like in the receipt, in the receipt thing. <laughs> There's just like a marker on top as it comes out. <laughs> it's all an illusion that they have some sort of control or they're watching you. They don't give, they don't it's give a not shit. Happening. It's I mean, they're getting happening. paid like $7 an hour to fucking highlight my receipt. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> the last highlighter is just dry. Yeah. It's just wiping nothing on it there. just spits on it. <laughs> just get it going. <laughs> He looks at you like he did me a favor by spitting on the highlighter. He just takes his gum and shoves it into your receipt. It's like, here you go. He uses your receipt as, as a gun wrapper to get get rid of his gum. He just hands it back to you like, like he does it all the time. He just hands it back go. to you like it's no big deal. Because like he says it with, he doesn't even say it with like a st- sadistic tone or smile. He genuinely means have a nice day nice when he day. gives you, <laughs> when he gives you the gum. 
He's just on fucking autopilot. That would be me, like, at the last day of my job. I'm like, like on, on Christmas, he's, like, pissing into, like, the, the, the coin bucket from Santa. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> he's like Merry Christmas as he's fucking pissing into the into the so into the oblivious. red into the red pot, whatever it's called. Oh God, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Galaxy's Edge. Um, so yeah, for me, cash grab all the way through, just <laughs> everywhere you go. Um, I mean, I did spend money. Like I got, I got, you know, I, I made a lightsaber. But I also bought one too. And, legacy uh, blade. Legacy yeah, blades. I bought a legacy blade. And, uh, that was kind of cool oh. just seeing those blades there. Which one did you get? Uh, Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, it's like, it's. But the the, here's the problem with that. Like even this is a problem for me. It's fucking so shiny. It's so shiny. It's like Galaxy's Edge in a nutshell. It looks like Luke's saber, but you didn't do any work on what Luke's lightsaber actually looked right, like in right. the movie. Because this is so shiny. It's trust me, it's cool. It does. The, you didn't it distress does it. it. Yeah, this is not movie quality. Like, not- <laughs> like, what, like what Will Ferrell says, right? <laughs> Thank right. you, but it's not movie quality. But right? It's okay. It's so shiny. It's like if Luke. It was like. I don't know if like the if he got all the parts together when they were never used is what it looks like. It just looks right. shiny, brand because new. He, he builds it on fucking Tatooine. It should be all dirty right. and scratched. Where and there shit. is no Tatooine in, in Galaxy's Edge, so of course so, they're fucking shiny. So like you got home and you rolled it around in the dirt, <laughs> right? Like fucking distressed it. That's Your what, wife is like, "What are you doing? I, uh, I spent three hundred bucks on that." You're like, "It's not movie quality." I think it was. <laughs> Got to fix I, it. It might have been Paul, where I was mm-hmm. talking to him about it because, like, I I shipped his stuff and uh, from Galaxy's Edge that I got for him, and he was like, "Why don't you just like you know, you know, mess it up a little?" I'm like, "Dude, I would somehow fuck it up so bad that it like rusted and shit, like." <laughs> I would just mess it up so bad. <laughs> Cause if you You're, buy, if you I, buy a legacy hilt from other places, right? Like a legacy, legacy type hilt, like entertainment art sells like props and shit, right? Right, right. If you buy one of those prop hilts, it looks like how it did in the movie and it makes it cooler, right? I love, I love how you complain that it looks too shiny and then you're, and you're like, but I'm not going to distress it because I'm going to fuck it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to catch 22. I don't know what yeah. to do. <laughs> I'm fucked either way. It looks awesome, but that's what Galaxy's not... Edge tagline should be. Galaxy's Edge, you're fucked either way. You're so mad that you have to spend money, but you're going to do it anyway. That'd be the worst if there was like this one big sticker on it that said, "This is not a toy." Here's you're like fuck. Here's, you can't rip it off. Here's Galaxy. Here's Galaxy's Edge other, like, here's other, here's another Galaxy Edge product that's like, epitomizes the experience of Galaxy's Edge, right? You know those fucking Coke and Sprite bottles that you get there? Yeah, they're the thermal detonator. Right, which I don't know why. Of all the things that you could make, why would you make the Coke into a thermal detonator? That's just fucking stupid. And, and they they don't have, they charge you six dollars for that. They don't have Wait. they don't have cups in they don't have cups in in but where the fuck we're Batu whatever we are yeah there's no cups there but yet this is there I don't know that some some marketing Jerry the marketing genius was and, like okay let's make and, the thermal dot detonator and the plastic on top is not even fucking super glued. 
to the no. cap. So it no. falls out. It yep. kept falling out. Yep. I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking stupid. And then the blue milk, they, they just put it in a plastic container, like a like a red solo cup, or like a like a like a, a plastic like a fucking plastic cup. And I'm like, what the shit is this? Like, why didn't they put it in a really cool like fucking you know Luke cup, cup or something? Right. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Nobody sold any of those like sesame sticks that he fucking ate either. Like, I actually wanted to buy that, and like, I want to know what Luke ate. On they need to about. get us part of the marketing team, dude. I'm telling you, like, here, or they Harry could just Potter. watch a fucking movie. <laughs> I, I have it. <laughs> Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. I haven't been to Harry Potter World, but I keep Me hearing neither. how awesome it is. Right. And, and the butter beer is amazing and the fucking wands and the weasel, weasel, you know, the Weasley's joke shop and like all this shit. I'm like, I want to go there so fucking bad right. because I know I'm going to get that experience, the, the, the correct experience, you know? Right. And, uh, but this place was just, there was just so much shit in there where I was like, what is, why would they sell this? <laughs> you could buy a fucking salacious crumb to put on your shoulder. Dude, there was parts and where it's like, plastic. I, where it's like, uh, I think it's like the, um, I don't remember what it's called, but it had like this one section where you actually had an, needed an appointment to go shop all these shops, right? And every single one of these shops were fucking small as hell. And even one of the shops seriously looked like they sold shit off of Etsy. Like, <laughs> I, I did it's like... That, it's the dolls that have, like... It was, like, wooden dolls, I, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, this looks like my grandma made this in the back room. You know, just carved it out of fucking... Uh, but the one store that I really, really liked um, was the store next to Savvy's lightsaber shop. Because you can go in there and buy the, the kyber crystals and all that and the legacy blades right, and right, all right. that. I, I actually walked around in there quite a bit and looked around. Like, they had Tauntaun head on the fucking wall and, like, they had... All this really cool <laughs> shit in there that I was like, wow, a lot of artwork. And so I really, really dug that aspect of it. Um, but even that, it looked too polished. It didn't look like a Star Wars, a store that would be in a bazaar. It was too put together too well. It looked like JC Penney's inside of Batu or something like that. Like <laughs> it was Nordstrom. Yeah. It's like they hit, they missed the mark in so many different ways. That it was really like troublesome because like I so badly wanted to feel something walking in there. I just mm -hmm. wanted to feel goosebumps. Like, you know, I got that a little bit when I saw the Falcon, then it quickly went away when I saw like the blue milk stand and I was like, what the hell is this? And it's just like blue slushy in like a plastic cup. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I heard like at Harry Potter World, at least they put the, you know, butterbeer in a mug or some shit, you know? Like how it's in the movie. <clears throat> like how it's in the movie, you know, an owl comes and flies and shits on you and you're like, oh, cool, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> it's a fake, but, it's a fake owl, but it's like yogurt, but for some reason. They used, <laughs> no, it's a fake owl, but for some reason they still used real shit. Dude, if, if, <laughs> if I was walking around Harry Potter World and an owl shit on me, I would be like, that's fucking rad. That, right. Good on you. Good yeah. on you. 
It's Harry supposed Potter to be good world. luck. Um, but you know, I think the most you get out of Galaxy's Edge is if you're walking around, you can hear like Tie Fighters fly by, fly by and shit. Right. But yet, yeah, there's yeah. nothing there, so you're like, okay, well, that's just a you know an audio thing. They should have built it in the volume. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been cool. Oh my god! If they ever put a ride, like create a ride with the volume, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, put it on they you know? already have, and it's called the Avatar ride. <laughs> right, right. It is. It's literally the. It's it's the Avatar ride, dude. I mean, seriously, it is by far the best virtual experience ride I've ever been on. That's amazing. It is amazing. It is that's everything sa- that Star Wars should have been. That's saying something because you rode Rise of the Resistance, correct? Yeah. Okay. Hey, this is so much better. So let's talk about this. Okay. So <clears throat> first of all, I, I didn't like my son got to ride this ride two weeks after it opened last January. And then six weeks later was COVID. So it was over with. Right. And then it just reopened. So we actually got to go, but 7 a.m. We go on that queue on the app within five seconds. It's gone. So we're like, what the hell? Yeah, so at noon. Fast. Yeah, at noon we did it again and got in. So we're like, yes. And I was so, 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 so excited. Couldn't stand it, you know. So finally we get on this thing and I'm just going to talk about the negative parts because there are some, there's a lot of positive parts, but there's some negative parts. And the negative part is this. So supposedly you're supposed to be these group of rebel spies or rebels or whatever that get, you get, Captured. You're trying You're to get refugees on this that get captured. You're refugees, okay, that get captured, and and they're and they're trying to interrogate you <clears throat> as to where the rebel base is or whatever the fuck. So, walking through the queue line is nothing special whatsoever. It's just you're just walking through like you're an Indiana Jones ride or something. But, it, but the mm, Indiana Jones right. ride is more immersive. So you're walking around, and finally you come to this clearing, and there's like. You see Poe's ship with BB-8 in it, which was cool, and then you see this uh, transport. Now, <clears throat> now the, it starts getting interesting. So you get in the transport. They do this whole thing with Admiral. It's not Akbar. It's somebody else. Um, but and the animatronics are ridiculous. Are so good. And Neon Numb is in there, which I was like, oh, Mike Quinn, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and then, um, <clears throat> and so that whole thing is cool. And then they totally fuck you because you get in there. You know what I'm talking about? You get oh, in there and then the door opens and you're in this huge hangar and you're like, how the shit did they do this? Right. Cause you went in the same door. Right. That you're going out of. It's the same door and you're in this massive hangar. So you're like, okay, it must have been an elevator. Like they tricked me. Well, cause you, cause you are riding this ride at this point. There is well, a somewhat riding. Yeah, yeah, there's like this whole battle going on as right. the transport's trying to get away, but you get sucked in the tractor beam and, and then they open the door and you're in this hangar and you're like, oh my God, that's so cool. Right. And then here's where I had a problem. This is where the immersive part disappears is that they shuffle you through there and you go down this hallway and they're like, stay right here. My guys weren't in character. They were like, stay right here. We'll call your name and blah, blah, blah. And then you're just sitting there and there's like two force order stormtroopers sitting in the corner and they're not moving because they're just statues basically. Right. And, and it was a really long time that they finally told us, they're like, okay, you sit on the blue number and oh, there's four of you. Okay. And they just put you in this one area and then you go in the detention center. So this whole part took a really long time to the point where, like, 
it completely took me out of the experience. And then once I was in the detention center, the experience really kind of takes off because the rebel, you know, opens up the door and he's like, come on guys, let's get out of here. And and then Finn is like, come on fuckers, get in this thing. And, and this robot's going to take you straight to, uh, this escape pod and you're going to get out. Right. There's an R2 unit on it, I think, right? Yeah, it's some sort of like black um and orange or black and white, I can't remember, like unit that's attached to it, like drives you around and shit. Yeah. And that like to me, I, I don't know, there was a lot of parts of that where I thought were super super fun, but the thing that annoyed me a lot was that we got we saw Hux and Kylo Ren for the 50th fucking time. And I'm like, I don't want to see this anymore and the movies are over. Like why didn't they do this should have been Vader and the Emperor. This, this could have been so much cooler, <clears throat> but they use these guys, and and they did some pretty good like animatronics with them. I have to, I do have to admit too. Right. Um, and they use digital screens, and they use the same actors, which is cool. But you one experience part the in it, blaster bolts, which is really cool. The blaster bolts, um, you experience like uh, an AT-AT, and you see the people inside the AT-AT like scramble to shoot at you and shit, yeah. and it like hits a wall. There's you a actually part it where, see it. You actually <clears throat> see the blast. Yeah, there's a part in it where Kylo Ren sticks his lightsaber through the ceiling, and he's trying to cut it, trying to get to you and shit. Um, but there was a part in it that uh, I'm trying to remember now because I just kind of. <clears throat> I was thinking about it in my head and then I fucked it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it in my head and I was like, why did they do that? Uh, oh, oh, so Finn is supposed to be in there and Finn, you actually see Finn or what looks like Finn, but he, but his lips aren't moving and he's just standing there like this, like a statue, yet he's yelling at you through the calm. And I was like, that's really weird because he's not moving or he's not animated at all. And yeah. I'm like, you just put, like you just like stuck this figure over there and it looks like weird. <laughs> it's right. like a wax statue over there and it's not moving. So I thought that was weird. And then um I think my favorite part was the escape pod because like you really feel like yeah. you fucking launched out of that thing. Yeah, that was awesome. And I yeah. was like, and then it was over. Yeah, then it was over and I was like, that, that's, I mean, that was, re- I, I walked out of there going like, wow, that was so fucking cool. That was so immersive. Like, I gotta yeah. go again. And I went the second day, we got on again. And that time I just kind of like, just looked around going, oh yeah, okay, it's not any different. It's the same thing over again. Although that time around, the guy wasn't being an idiot the guy that told us to go stand over there, he was much yeah. faster. He was really quick. Like, get over there and, okay, you numbers, get in this thing. And, and I was like, okay, shit, you know. And then I heard that there are two different ways you can go on that ride. Um, I We did the same way both times, so we never got to see the other ride's perspective. Because hmm. there's another vehicle in there with you that's experiencing other shit from different angles. Hmm. So I didn't know that until afterward when my son because he went a third time he was able to go three times and he told me that time he got to ride on the other ride and he got to see some shit that you didn't get to see on the like like what i can't remember now it was just different angles but he got to see some like people firing that you couldn't see from the other side and and he was Hmm. like it was really realistic so it was um I, i have to say like it I think for a first time ride, I think I felt more when I went on the Indiana Jones ride 
for mm-hmm. the first time. Like I was so like emotional and shit coming off that ride going like that was so dope because they took aspects of Indiana Jones and put it in there. Even though like I'd never seen this place before, mm-hmm. there was still elements that made me feel it was Indiana Jones. I didn't feel that way about Star Wars. And that's a big problem because that's the whole point of Disneyland and some of these things is that when you go in there, you're supposed to go <gasps> like, oh shit, like I right. can't believe they put that there, you know, or yeah. I can't believe they're doing this, you know. And um, I had more fun in Star Tours and I went on that thing like three or four times. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's so <clears throat> my take on, on, on the Rise of Resistance is it is not a ride. The ride only lasts 30 seconds, if even that. And if you even breaking it down even further to the escape pod, it's only, you know, 15 seconds of a ride. It yeah. is not really a ride. It's, they tried to make it so fucking immersive. And again, lots of, lots of the parts of that ride or that experience were really good. Like I couldn't believe we were actually seeing blaster bolts. Like we actually saw blaster bolts. And like, you know, for me, like I was like, how the fuck did they make the blaster bolts show up that way and singe on that pipe? Like how the fuck did they do that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I was like, oh shit, that part was like that, that part, those things, those little attention to details were so fucking cool. Yeah. Like th- those were like my favorite parts other than the escape pod was my favorite part. We had, I only went once and our security guard was this like, older woman and the way that she was playing her part like she was winking to the audience the whole time uh. like she would say the stuff but like say it with like like an like a, a cool aunt smile or a cool grandmother smile like i'm gonna she's kill like, you. i can't i can't believe it i got was, this job she's, it's, <laughs> it's something to, the feeling that i got every time she tried to be tough was like uh like uh, you know, nanny's gonna bite your butt, like something like that. That's the feeling that I got when she right. was like, "You rebels are gonna get it now," and I was like, "Nope, nope, you're just gonna squeeze my cheeks, old lady." Like <laughs> I, that's all I got from you guys. Um, are gonna get it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the part like like that that took me out of it, like right then and there. Like yeah. the second you break, because like again, you go onto the shuttle. That there's no side to it on the back. Like I looked because I knew that the ride opened up that way. So I was like, okay, let me see if I can figure out how they do this. And I couldn't figure it out. I mean, I'm sure it's a simple answer to like a simple trick, oh. but like you walk into the a fucking star destroyer. Yeah. You walk into the hangar of a star destroyer. There's a tie fighter there. There's a giant HD screen that looks like, and it looks like it's space. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. And the guy who came out to talk to us, he was kind of okay. The people that like got us out of the shuttle were better. Like they were pricks. Right, and I was like, right. wow, this is really cool. But then like as we got closer and closer to the, to the escape of the jail, like the acting got worse. Right. You know? Like the people who came onto the shuttle, that was cool. Then the guy who told us to go into the detention center, he wasn't that great. And then finally I had the old lady who was like the granny. Yeah, we had so the rebel the rebel that led us onto the ride, the first one, he was uh, he wasn't that great. The second guy was like the door like they cut it open 
And he's just like, he just like fucking appears. He's like, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. And you're like, oh shit, okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, like he was so enthusiastic. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking. The other guy's just like, hey guys, let's, let's get out of here. You know, or I'm like, okay, <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck is this? He's like, come on, there's, there's a thing over here. Get in and go. He's like, but come that on, I wanna, second guy I show was you. so like the door opened and he just like jammed his face in there and he's like, come on, you know, and you're like, oh, yes, yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then you got to get on the ride and wait for everyone to buckle in and shit. And like the fat guy can't get in there. Like, <laughs> or like the kid is like yelling, I don't know how to do this, you know, and, and it just takes you right out of it again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they don't do anything. They're like, come on, you're going to die if you don't get this fucking seatbelt right, on. And then it like takes 10 minutes to leave. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, he makes wow. the kid, he makes the kid cry, but he still doesn't break character. Yeah. He's like, shut the fuck up. The first <laughs> yeah. order is going to find us. Yeah. You rebel piece of shit. Come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah. There's no, we're going to fucking die and it's your fault. <laughs> You just killed your mom and dad. <laughs> Do you want your parents to die? Get that fucking seatbelt on. Uh, <laughs> Tug on that yellow strap. If you, uh, if that yellow strap isn't tugged in the next 30 seconds, I'm going to kill your dog. Did you <laughs> Did you ever like take the yellow strap and look like you're jerking off? You're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's one time we're like, I don't know where, like, I guess... I don't know where it was, but it was like really close to the crotchal region. And I, and I tugged on it and like I kind of caught a nut in there. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh fuck. That's immersive. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So like, so the, the experience and then, you know, obviously once you leave the, the jail cell and you're in that little, R2, uh, car or whatever. Yeah. Um, then there's just animatronics everywhere that gets you back into it. Um, yeah. And again, the, 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 the drop down to the, to, to the planet was the best part of the entire thing. Um, as far as like a ride part goes. Um, but, but you know, it, it's not really a ride. It's probably one of the better, most immersive experience, but it really depends on the actors that are there or the, 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 you know, the rebels and the, and the first order people. It really <clears throat> depends on them. If they, if you went on a, yes. if you went where every single person stayed in character and actually tried or gave a shit, I bet you I would have gone out of there with like, holy fuck, that was amazing. The prison guards were the yeah. biggest dicks and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Because it is predicated on that. I mean, the ride itself is, it's pretty cool, but, if you don't have it, it's choppy. Like the whole experience is kind of choppy. Yeah, and, but that's um, but why you need those people to carry that over. You know, while you're yeah. standing in line for 15 fucking minutes, right? Like it, it makes no sense that you're standing here for 15 minutes in a fucking first order star destroyer. Oh god, how funny would it be if they the, the guy like put a hand on you and you fucking like just threw him threw him up against the wall? <laughs> like, don't you touch me? <laughs> Or like, or, or they like really get into character and they just start beating you. <laughs> <laughs> or what if like you see them and you're like, oh shit, you just start running like down the hallway. <laughs> you're like, like, follow me. We're going to go to the command shit. We're going to go, yeah. we're going to go, we're going to go streaky down to the quad. 
I think they got those. I think they got those like uh, food food ration sticks here. Let's go get them. Yeah, I I heard there's a back to tank down that way. Let's go. <laughs> there's a real working back to tank. Follow me. Like there's like there's more of us than them. You start beating them up and shit. You're like, you're like onward to freedom. <laughs> There's like one guy left. He's like, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> like, he's he's trying to press like the emergency button on his walkie-talkie. <laughs> he's he's got his fake blaster. He's like, oh, he's like his hand shaking to press the button to call for help. <laughs> You're like, I, I thought just, this was immersive. I thought I this take was out, what was supposed to I do. I take out my two hundred dollar uh, I take lightsaber out my, and start I take, swinging it. <laughs> No, I take my two hundred dollar uh, Boba Fett staff, and I just start beating the shit out of the stormtroopers, just You're like, like come he did. Come on, everybody! <laughs> oh God! But then I had like the old lady. I'm like, "You're a fucking first order. Fuck you!" And I hit her too, knock right. her out. And, like they come in this like Disney security. You're like, "What? I thought this is immersive. Like I thought I was this like, was real." Whoa! <laughs> like, wait a minute. They said they were gonna interrogate me. <laughs> Like, can you imagine you come out of that shuttle into and that huge, bloody. huge room, like that huge, you know, <clears throat> landing pad with all those stormtroopers, yeah. and you just fucking start running. <laughs> <laughs> just run you back. Just start yelling. You just We're run back into die. the shuttle. Take <laughs> <laughs> like, oh out as God. many as you can. <laughs> you start throwing, like, people that... You know, that are wearing like a Confederate flag on their fucking just, shirt. Just throw them in front. <laughs> you just start tackling those troopers on the pad. You're just like, ah. <laughs> I go in there with my fake lightsaber and I just start swinging the fuck out of it. <laughs> you try to jump into space. You just hit a wall. <laughs> you're like, fuck off. I'm going to die. You're like, I'm going to kill myself. Like, forget it. I'm going to kill myself. And you fucking jump and you just smack into the wall and you fall down. <laughs> And then the, the whole screen breaks. and the whole LED screen just comes on top of you. You just, just buried on your... top of you. Yeah. Like, I thought it was real. I thought it was real. You're like my whole like, life was a lie. That's what you wanted me to believe, and you did it. I thought it was real. You're like, yeah, the, could you're you imagine that? Like imagine that, like that board meeting at Disney. You're like. I know this looks bad, but it was so immersive. This guy thought it was real. I mean, that's saying he something, thought, right? He thought we took him to space and he was scared. He was going to kill we, himself. I think we can charge more. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can charge the that's price. get out of it. Yeah. We can charge more. It was so <laughs> immersive that this guy killed himself trying to escape the fake Death Star, Death Star Destroyer. I think we can charge more. And so what they do is you pay money to get into the park and then you got to pay a hundred dollar fee to get into Rise of Skywalk, uh, Rise of Resistance. <laughs> he just says, he just jumps out and he tries to kill himself by jumping into space. It's like, uh, fuck all. He's like, I am not going to be captured. I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Oh man, that would be amazing. That'd be so uh, funny. <clears throat> oh Jesus! Ah, uh, it's so real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just drop kicked the fucking old lady. 
Like, run! <laughs> You're like, I got it. I got this under control, everybody. <laughs> We're all just, like, what, what she's is he like, doing? She was like pretty small, and I just pick her up and throw her into the you biggest stormtrooper. Soccer just in the face like Austin Powers does. <laughs> just, bam! I tap her on the shoulder and tell her to look up, and I fucking cold cock her. Just <laughs> back in the future. Yeah. Look! <laughs> out on the other side of the ride just covered in blood <laughs> you're like, we, you're like we that was it. fucking awesome we did it <laughs> yeah. they even let you kill people in this ride it's so immersive <laughs> Br- brick killed somebody <laughs> i think you better lie low <laughs> yeah his his fake his 200 dollars lightsaber is just covered in blood <laughs> He's like, he killed someone with his lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Just put it right through their mouth. <laughs> it breaks oh, off, sh- so it's all sharp edge now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Stab people in the neck. I can just imagine somebody just, I don't know, someone with PTSD or something that's not even funny, but like just completely <laughs> loses it. <laughs> like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm not going back. <laughs> <coughs> I thought this was a ride. What the shit is this? They <laughs> started whipping you. Oh, man. You find out the entire place is run by, like, people who have gone on rides of resistance and they just use them as slave labor now. That's how the ride works. <laughs> well, the first time we were in that detention center, we were in there a long time before they cut open the door. We were yeah. in there for a while. Oh, really? And I was like, and I just sat in there. We're like, what are we supposed to be doing? And we heard all this like commotion. You hear all this like noise yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But they weren't cutting the door open. And we're like, are we supposed to be doing something? Like, am I supposed to be? I kind of buttons. I kind of like that part where the, you didn't know what the fuck was going on because that's kind of <laughs> how it would happen. You're there for three hours. Like, that's the, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's real. Like they put food they under come, the fucking they door. Come, they come back. <laughs> yeah, they just. They just like throw it under the door in a silver tray. <clears throat> it's just like saltine crackers. Y'all gonna jump on it all three? No, it's all it's not saltine you. crackers because they would have flavor. It's those fucking like oyster crackers that you get with like that that taste like cardboard. Like that, those, and they're even in the small plastic packages that is like tissue like, paper. There's just one bottle of water and some crackers, and like we all jump on it and beat each other up. To there's get only it. one of those oyster cracker bags. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking three hours so yeah. they finally opened like oh shit we forgot you were in here and then uh, like and then on hour number four a toilet comes out of the ceiling out of the out of the wall like you're supposed to shit in it because you know you've been in there so long you know you got to take a leak but there's like 10 people around you <laughs> you're like turn around everybody please <laughs> everybody turn around i've got a if you hear it's dizzy it, the toilet doesn't work it just piles up in there <laughs> It's just a fucking toy toilet. At at some point, people were like, I'm not sliding my credit card to take a shit. I'm just going to shit in this bowl. (laughs) You have to pay for it. Credits. Yeah. If you got one of those mouse bands, you had to put your mouse thing on it. Oh, God. Uh, They're like, you want out of here? There's like a timer. There's like a timer on it. It's like $10 every five minutes to take a shit. (laughs) The resistance guy finally calls in. He's like... 
insert your credit card and I'll open the that's door. When, that's when you're taking a shit and that's when the door pops open. <laughs> He's all, come on, let's go, pitch it off, let's go. <laughs> pitch it off. You're like, shit, wait. It was like, I, there's no toilet paper here. <laughs> it's an empty roll. <laughs> it's just got a, it's got half of one of those squares on there that's stuck. <laughs> Everybody's looking at you because they know you're sitting in shit, like in your underwear. Like you get off there, and you're just like, oh wow! Like I was. You got to you got to use the cardboard toilet roll to like scoop your shit out of your ass. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. Uh, and you're just like, this is ridiculous. Like literally, it's a ten hour experience. <laughs> like the guy like comes your in. Whole day's the guy over. comes. He breaks you open while you're taking a shit, and everybody's in the corner over there, like with their backs turned, like it's the Blair Witch or some shit. And he comes. It's like everybody got. Did you actually shit in that thing? <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't. Work. It's not that immersive. <laughs> He's all, Marv, we gotta clean it out again. <laughs> it's a, it's a prison, right? So when the doors pop open, just the smell of shit just comes into that guy's mouth as he's trying to say, let's go. It's a wave That's the of- other thing, like, if you're gonna do a brig, I would have liked to have seen the one from A New Hope, like in the Death Star. Like where you gotta go down, then you open the doors, and they shove you in there. Yeah, it's all black. Yeah. That would be so badass. Or like yeah. a probe droid comes in and starts like, no, this is just, like, oh fuck. This looks like you're stuck in the empty utility closet. <laughs> it is. It's like a wedge. It's a triangle. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what is this? Like this is, this is really weird. How could this like, be a detention center? I mean, <laughs> detention centers have seats. Where the fuck are they? Yeah, no doubt. Like have some buttons on the wall. Like hit a button, a chair, like or like a bench comes out or something. Or I don't think they would you know. give that to prisoners. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was. I don't know. It was really weird. I think they just could. There's just so many more things they could have done. I thought. Yeah. And and also do it in such a way where every time you go in there, it's a different experience. Like there's different kind of brigs. There's a one where you got to sit in the chair and they hook you up and they're gonna zap you, but then. The oh, rebel comes yeah. in. The rebel with comes the, in and saves you before they electrocute you. With the fucking, with the like the phantasm, yeah, the black phantasm thing. Yeah, the have needle. that floating yeah. towards you like it's about to inject you in the asshole. The rebel comes in and saves you just in time. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, but you're the guy who like pinched the loaf off, and you just smell like shit. <laughs> you're like I'm not strapping what? this guy to it. Let the let the probe droid get him. I don't care. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. this I'm going to take the transport this, by myself. This, Fuck this idiot actually took a shit in the in the useless toilet that's just there for show. It's not a toilet. It's oh, a fucking trash or, can. Or, or you mistake like a gonk droid for a toilet and just shit in it. Gonk droid. <laughs> What was that movie where the guy shit in the waste paper basket in the office? What movie was uh, that? Fuck. I don't I don't remember, but I just remember that in the office Dwight and No, Pam. it was it was Van Wilder. 
It was Van Wilder, yeah. He shit in the fucking paper basket. But, but there's a part in the office where Pam and Dwight are stuck in the elevator because Pam fucked it up oh, on purpose. Oh, he's got to pee, yeah. And he goes, and he goes, like, they're in there maybe five seconds, and he goes, and he starts peeing in the corner. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, we got to establish a pee corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they throw you in the detention center, and you immediately go take a shit in the corner. <laughs> And then you're like, you're just doing it like it's no big deal, like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to happen. <laughs> and then, and then while you're doing it, you're like, all right, which one of you are the first person that we're going to eat? Don't look at my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> don't. don't look at me. <laughs> look away. Yeah. You're just in the corner, just pissing away, like. <laughs> Like, and everyone's like, what are you doing? I got to establish a pee corner. <laughs> You're like, when's, when's out? Rebel t- opens the door and he's just like, what the, what the fuck? fuck? Is it close it back up. Seal it back up. Fuck these I'm not, guys. I'm not rescuing you. Oh, fuck you. I'm going by myself. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> Finn will understand. <laughs> You get the thing, and he's like, "I heard what you did." <laughs> like, like every disgusting. time that fucking shuttle like moves, like your ass, his ass is just like just squishing the shit down even further. <laughs> oh my god! Like when he dropped oh. into the escape pod, he yeah. definitely got it like up his balls, like it squeezed past. Like you were squeezing like a gogurt, and it just like <laughs> Oh man. Like how'd you like Rise of Resistance? Well, like I was, shit myself. Yeah. I thought it was part of the ride. It was that good. Huh? Like, <laughs> and, it, and the and the same response from everybody he tells that story to is you thought shitting <laughs> was part of the ride. <laughs> what like to like you just had to wait two minutes, man. Like, yeah. why did you do that? <laughs> it's like I had to establish a shit corner. <laughs> oh man, uh, we should we should probably uh, let's wrap this shit up. Um, yeah, are anyway. we giving it a rating? Are we gonna? Give I it a don't rating? know. If I were to give it a rating, I'd give it like three out of five. I mean, there's some parts about yeah. the, about the rides and the park that I did like, but it. But it was really overshadowed by the fact that they really, I think, they dropped the ball on a lot of things for the, for the people missed, that have lots of the, missed opportunities for the major fans. You know, for <laughs> yeah. the fans, I think there are more major fans than there are new fans. I mean, hello, it's right. you, and you could create a Batu after you've done other things, or because yeah. then you would get fans like us excited, like, oh shit, they're going to open a place we've never seen before. Because I've already seen Tatooine, I've already seen Hoth, I've already seen, you know. I've already seen uh, Even if the they made moon. it If they made it into Tokadana, you know, Matt, Matt Maz's castle, I would have been like, <laughs> oh, shit, we saw that in Force Awakens, you know. But they didn't do any of that. They created a completely new place. And it's not – it's just not – I don't know. It's not, what, is that, it's not, what is that world or what is that city that they went to in uh, The Last Jedi where uh, Finn and – Oh, Cantu Bite. Cantu – so to me, Galaxy's Edge was Cantu Bite – only you're the one that's giving all those rich people the money. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge definitely a cash grab. Um, 
And then I'm the okay thing- with things being cash grabbed, but just don't be so blatant about it. Because once you get the lightsaber, man, it's like, why? Like, I don't need to go back there and buy a bunch of shit now. Like, no, I, I mean, that's the ultimate get from. Yeah. Where? They do have a $20,000 R2. Like, that's the most expensive thing in the entire park. That's just completely unnecessary. And I was just like, I think you could build it for way less. I've, I've seen people build it for way less than that. So, unless Kenny Baker's inside of it, I'm not paying $20,000 for it. Each each of those R2 units comes with, like, an actual small person. Yeah, like, hello. And you're like, oh, hey. Oh, shit. I got to feed this thing? <laughs> yeah, I got to feed it? Fuck. Yeah. Oh, it's shit in there. That's <laughs> <laughs> the same guy. <laughs> they just cloned Kenny Baker. That'd be so sad. All right. Yeah, so yeah, I, I I'm at three lightsabers. Um, there are yeah. cool things. There's um, there's a lot of missed opportunities. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm never gonna forget it. But I I know the the Star Wars fans that we know, um, who just love Star Wars to love Star Wars. I'm not saying that they aren't smart. I'm just saying like they're the type of fans that they can do no wrong. Right. 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 And right. that's just not us. <laughs> If if you fuck it up, we're gonna call like, you. Oh, out. I love Last Jedi so much. Oh, you're gonna love Galaxy's Edge. Like, we're gonna have <laughs> such a great time. Yeah, it's gonna be great for you. Just don't establish a piss corner. They'll come save you. Yeah, whatever you time. do, do not shit in the detention center. Just trust me. <laughs> just wait like thirty seconds. That's all yeah, you gotta just, do. You, there's no shitting anywhere. Just don't shit. <laughs> if I could give you one piece of advice. <laughs> What's the one thing I got to know about before it's I go to not, Galaxy's it's, Edge? It's not take $2,000 with you. Don't take a it's shit. Don't shit in the corner of anywhere on the planet. At no point should you ever take a shit in the park unless it's on a real toilet. Double check. See if it flushes first. Then you shit. It'd be amazing <laughs> if they have vacuum tubes like in Galaxy's Edge. Like They, they miss so many opportunities. I would have loved it, like, just a vacuum tube just sucks it out. Like, oh, oh. It's like one of the longest lines because you want to shit in a vacuum for some reason. <laughs> I would be, I would be me. I would walk out of there going like, wow, that was really immersive. That was yeah. really amazing. I'm like, that's what it's like to shit in Star Wars. <clears throat> it's something I never knew I wanted. How do I get one of these for home? <laughs> Didn't the first thing they ever talk about a toilet was on Mandalorian? Yeah. And it basically yeah, looks like one of those things that just sucks your shit out and just <laughs> puts it out in space. <laughs> like one of those things. <clears throat> when I was a kid and I'd go to the toilet like on an airplane, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> when you hit the... Uh, yeah. Because I would think, oh my God, it's going to suck me out into into the into space like you've, I'm just gonna, you've like, shit in like one of those right you've shit in one of those right oh yeah yeah <clears throat> did you have to look because i had to look to see i had like, to look because like i, I had pissed look. in one but then i never shit in one until i finally did i was like i kind of have to look i want to <laughs> see what this looks like and it basically looked like you were sucking like i don't know like rocky road ice cream through a vacuum <laughs> <laughs> nuts at all yep <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> get get melted rocky road ice cream and just suck it through the vacuum and that's kind of what it looked like <laughs> all right okay <laughs> that. 
we talked more about shit than we did Galaxy's Edge. Alright. Well, that was episode 330 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>